Welcome to Read from Read Santa Clara. I'm your host, David Fournier. We have a special episode for you. Let's begin with the Word of the Week. Adventure means a trip or activity that is dangerous or exciting. In a sentence, we could say, Ali's journey to America was quite an adventure. Similar words include risk, voyage, or experiment. Welcome back! Exciting news, friends! We have three learners with stories of their own. The readers you will hear from are all originally from different countries, but they now call Santa Clara the center of what's possible, home. Let me introduce first Suji with the title, How to Dip Your Foot into American Life. Have you ever traveled to different countries? Have you ever felt you and natives mix like oil and water? For example, let's picture that you are in an open space in Spain. There is music and people are dancing. What would you do? Would you step forward and dance with them? In my opinion, when you want to dip your foot and begin to be more comfortable in any new culture, the most crucial thing is socializing. I'd like to share how I adjusted to life after moving from Korea to the United States. For the first three years, my husband and I lived in Kansas. The fastest way to make friends was to go to school. Therefore, I enrolled in ESL classes at Johnson County Community College. I met a student named Mariko who came from Japan after getting married to Nathan. We became friends, and her parents-in-law, Jim and Sherry, invited my husband and me to their home for Thanksgiving. We also visited them on other occasions including Easter, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas Eve. We shared about what our three countries eat or do during holidays. I learned a lot about different cultures by spending time with them. In 2012, my husband and I moved to New Jersey. Soon after, I found the literacy volunteers of Somerset County. I enrolled in English conversation groups, and LVSC matched me with Chris a tutor through the one-on-one tutor program. Back then, I was socially isolated. It was challenging to meet and talk with people because I was afraid to make mistakes due to my clumsy English. However, he encouraged me to keep speaking with people. My English skills improved with Chris' help. Additionally, I became a puppy ranger through the Seeing Eye organization. I fostered a puppy who would become a guide dog for blind people. Her name was Zendi, a yellow Labrador retriever. 
She was playful and lively. I attended as many club meetings and events as possible to give Zandi training and exposure to various experiences. Many people talked to me while I took walks with Zandi, and I learned and practiced Lachobe expressions. I believe my English skills and social connections exploded since Zandi and I worked together. Now, I am living in California. My 30s and 40s have been an adventure. I continue to dip my foot into more experiences here as well. I have already become a volunteer with Guided Dogs for the Blind, an organization similar to the CNI in New Jersey. I meet other volunteers and am involved in various events as a puppet ranger. My journey adjusting to life in the United States continues. I am still open to new experiences in order to connect with people. Obviously, you can tell I am talking to you through a podcast. This is my first one. Now, you are my friends too. Up next is Lily's experience living in the U.S. Hello everyone, I'm Lily from Vietnam and I currently live in the U.S. Like many other women, I've been here with my husband who do his work. I have been here for two years so far. I have lived in Japan for almost two and a half years before coming to the U.S. So I thought that if I have experience living abroad, I would probably be able to adapt to life here quickly. But the truth is that every country has a different culture that takes time to fully understand. I believe that language is the most important thing we must learn first to assimilate into any country. When I first came here, I only confidently said hello or good morning to my neighbors or supermarket staff when I went shopping. I didn't even dare to answer when they asked me back a question because I was too afraid to talk. That's why I immediately signed up for English lessons at an elder school and some communication classes at the library. In these classes, I was able to make some new friends. We formed a book club to learn together. I have been dedicated to learning every single day until now. I flew directly to the Iraq from Japan, so I brought my bicycle here. There were some good experiences regarding my bicycle. One day, on the way to school, I stopped at a 7-Eleven convenience store to buy water. There was an elderly man who approached me and praised my bicycle as you and asked me where I got it. He wanted to buy one for his wife. I was surprised because in my country, if someone approached you, they definitely want to ask for directions. If not, it might be cut calling. I was hesitant to respond to him at first, but he was gentle and seemed kind, so I took the opportunity to practice my English and make nice small talk with him. That was the first time I had a decent conversation with a stranger. Another time, when I went to a milk tea shop with my friends, as we stood next to our bicycles and talked to each other, 
Another person praised my bicycle, and she was so friendly and asked me how long I have studied English and a few other things. After that, she invited me to meet and volunteer with native speakers. I felt good that because my bicycle, I was able to make new friends and learn many things from Californian culture. It is so lucky for me that most people I met here are all so friendly, kind, and hospitable. I was told by my classmates and teachers that I have to lock my bicycle or I would move it. I wonder why, because most people here drive cars. Then an unexpected event happened. One time. I came back home and noticed my bicycle lock was cut off. They stole my husband's bicycle first and took my mini Japanese-style bicycle the next day. I was really disappointed. I decided to take the driving test and bought a car. Going to school and shopping for groceries had become easier. Without my bicycle. I no longer meet friendly strangers on the road, but now I'm more confident and not scared of talking with people at all. I can and will create the opportunities to talk and interact with people. Thank you for letting me share my experience with you. And next is why I enjoy food in the U.S. by Yumi. Why I enjoy food in the U.S. Food is essential to being healthy and comfortable, especially when you are living away from your home country. Before I moved to the United States, I was worried about food because the food cultures of the U.S. and Japan are different. However, now I don't worry about that for three reasons. First, I love American food such as steak and hamburgers. I didn't eat chunks of meat so much in Japan, but I got used to eating them here. Also, I like Japanese food that has been customized for Americans. For example, I enjoy California roll, even though it is not like traditional Japanese sushi. Also, these kinds of menu items are not popular in Japan. The tastes are fascinating to me. Second, there are many varieties of cuisines from countries all over the world that I can enjoy trying in this area. For example, I have never gone to Greek, Mexican, and Brazilian restaurants when I lived in Japan, but. I have recognized these restaurants are very nice and tasty, so I love them. Finally, I can also eat Japanese food in the U.S. because Japanese products and ingredients are in supermarkets. There are more expensive here, and there is less variety than in Japan. But I can still cook traditional Japanese foods such as sukiyaki, tempura. And miso soup. In conclusion, I enjoy food in the U.S. because I've fitted in American menu items. Also, 
there are good opportunities to try various food which come from all over the world. Furthermore, even when I miss Japanese food, I can cook them by myself. As a result, I have stayed healthy and comfortable. Thank you so much to our readers, and a special thanks to Read Santa Clara's own Karen. Do you live or work in Santa Clara City in California in 2021? Do you want to earn your high school diploma and a career certificate in 18 months or less? All coursework is online and available 24/7. The Santa Clara City Library is offering a few career online high school or COHS scholarships to adults who live or work in the city of Santa Clara. These scholarships are made possible by grants from the California State Library and. The Santa Clara City Library Foundation and friends. We will have more information on this opportunity, and you can call 408-615-2957 or email cohs at santaclaraca.gov if you want to learn more. They will be in our description for this episode. Vaccines enable us to get through this pandemic. As of August eighth, the CDC says all individuals aged twelve and older have the ability to be vaccinated. I take pride in being vaccinated, and there is value in it. Be safe. Wear masks, social distance, and wash your hands before cooking, eating, or touching your face. You can also share your voice with us and be featured on this podcast. We want to know what you think about this podcast. How can we improve? Contact us at readsantaclara.org or rate us wherever you choose to listen to this podcast. Also note that there are libraries in your area that welcome you to connect with them. Please join me again next time.